taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's a little red button. Everyone knows now. I can't just like secretly record anybody nope. anymore. Nope. Like I want to, but you know. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you sort of live via the magic of the internet uh, and Summit County distributed and a very special guest to the studio today. But first, let me introduce our, 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 our beautiful. Nah, I don't like that one. Uh, you guys are virtual hosts, Mr. Max Sarakist and Sarak. Yeah, I can't argue. Mr. Jeff Watson. It's good to see you too. My dogs are going crazy in the background. I don't know if you can hear that, but I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And uh, this is Ignorant Uninformed, where we take your topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of podcasting gold. We have a very special guest on the Zoom call with oh. us today. Uh, the The infamous, if I may say, Dr. Zooks, Rachel Zucro, joining us in the studio for Ignorant Uninformed virtually. How are you doing, Dr. Zooks? Um, I'm so honored to be here. This is totally an upside to this yes. whole thing. Yes. <laughs> we, can, we can reach out virtually. Reach out and touch someone. Wasn't that AT&T for a while? Uh, back in the, you know, I'm dating myself, but it's not serious. We're just casual. Um, yeah. So... And, Rachel, where are you? I, I honestly <laughs> forgot I, where you live. I am in, in Ohio. Home. I live in Washington D.C. Of course, our, uh, our nation's we just, capital. We just talked about the Nationals, so yeah, I should have known that. Yeah. So. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Oh my God, I'm so oh, excited. It's it's good. It's rare that we get to have like a patron saint uh, uh, actually on. <laughs> what an so honor! Show. What an I, honor! Well, I feel slightly bad because like I would say there's. I mean, guys, what do you, I have a 70% chance that one of our, I was like, say, odds draw are. one of our topics. Odds are. <laughs> I don't know. You've got, you've run through a bunch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep okay. them coming. We're not, you know, you're oh, keeping I the will. show alive. I will. <laughs> I keep a list because, you know, I like to have my own method of getting topics to you yeah. all. No, so. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. It's like yes. the like piece of mail that I can count on getting uh, on occasion throughout the yep. year. I love it. Well, because I am a slave to ritual, let's go ahead and Max, tell them all about it how they can be a part of the show. Yeah, I would be delighted. You too can be a patron saint eventually if yes. you send us all of the topics like uh, oh, my good friend it. Rachel has. Uh, no, like us on the Twitters, uh, add us on the Ignor Era on the Instagrams, uh, hit us up on the Facebooks or email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Uh, you can click the submit a topic button when you're on the website and listening to all the episodes that way. And then we shall send you a piece of poetry, probably about a penis and a t-shirt. And you, of course, will get this delightful episode where we will at least mention your topic before talking about whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Right. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this, this counts as your official like miracle that you've performed to be canonized. Rachel, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like you are now truly a saint of ignorant uninformed. Like you have, it's official. The church. Thank of, you. I, this I, is I quite you. an honor. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a, first surprise. We have we have Saint Doctor Zooks, Saint J Sievers, Saint Phil. I don't know. Phil, I, Audrey might be up there. Saint Those Audrey, like the yeah, Saint Audrey for sure. That, yeah, that's got a good ring to it too. Um, I actually just spoke to her last Works. night. She says hello to everyone. Is it Dr. Saint 
Zooks or is it Saint Doctor Zooks? What should it be? Does Saint Trump Doctor? I don't know. Ooh. I mean, like, how many prefixes? Yeah, on that's those a things? debate right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need a topic, so Max is gonna give us one. He's already got it pulled. Oh, oh it's like folded up like origami. I know. That's kind of why I chose it. I like it. <laughs> oh man, I wish this had a. Uh, uh, name on it but it nameless topic i know from from the ether from the the script i'm guessing it is a woman but that's just because it's very curvy Um, gendered i know i know that's that's what have you ever seen my hand i mean what would you guys think i mean it's not yeah no that's definitely a a a soft hand which i would generally would assume Uh, that well, men, are, is, men are too stupid to care about their handwriting, so I would this assume this is going to, to be yourself, a delightful topic, and I am glad that everyone is here for it. Share and, a story about a defining moment of your childhood. Oh Jesus! I've, okay, I got to pick another one because I feel like I always share the same one that it comes it comes down to. But it was it was an Which, impactful moment. The, the the active stance, the active stance story. Oh, okay. I've sh- I've shared that countless times. Sure. I can't. Sure. I don't know uh, if it was like the bee dream or like getting the glasses, uh, active stance. I, there's a lot of childhood traumas I've shared on this podcast. Let's be honest. <laughs> We've gone over quite a few. It doesn't um, have to be a trauma. It could be like a. This is me unwrapping my own joy. psyche right, live on the internet. This is live. It's like live therapy. therapy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. I'm going to pour myself a little more. A little more. I mean, tea. there's, yeah, there's like so. So many, right? We've all lived a lot of life at this point. Um, I mean, I go back to like, I... Over a century between us. Yeah, true enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when I said I wanted to be a suit of armor uh, in second grade. Uh, I do and love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was defining. I don't know. Now, uh, Dr. Zooks, you go way back with Max. I would like to hear a little bit of that origin story, a little bit more, just for the listeners at home. Well, How long know. have you guys known each other? Oh, we met... When we were 19, 18, maybe still. Yes. Definitely. Cause I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. That summer birthday. Yes. In uh, college at Indiana, mm-hmm. Max's. Because of Smelly Rob. Yeah. Freshman year roommate, who's definitely oh. come up on the podcast, is someone I knew in high school. Right. Um, His and... name is not Rob, nor was he smelly. No, he was smelly. No, he was <laughs> One smelly. Of <laughs> <laughs> One of those things is a, is a lie, but the other is not. <laughs> So we, uh, yeah, we met through him and then none of us ever spoke to him again. Uh, but he was like one of the oddest people you will ever meet, which is saying something we know a lot of strange people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things is that he used to see Max like clear across campus and he would scream out and he'd like just also he physically was a weird looking guy. He'd be like, hey, sexy roommate. And Max would be like, I don't know this person. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that in so long. Uh, that definitely happened. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I just I just wanted a little context because I was like, maybe you guys know about yeah. some of your childhood accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Moments. I mean, what the, is it? The Defining suit of armor moment? story was like among the first that I learned about Max, and I and my mm-hmm. good friend who like we became friends with Max and Jonah and all those guys. Um, yeah. Andrea. One time we were like, I don't know, 
at like some toy store and there was a suit of armor costume. And so we were like, we have to buy it for Max. <laughs> we got it for him. We were so excited. And Jonah was like, no, he wanted to be a suit of armor. Like, <laughs> he doesn't just want to wear armor. <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to That's ridiculous. Um, Tell me more about this Jonah character. He's a mystery, <laughs> isn't he? Totally. <laughs> at some point, I feel like he will come downstairs and he will be wearing his bike gear. So if you're lucky, you'll get a glimpse of that. Yes. Jonah and all his glory in spandex. Uh, let's see. One time, Rachel and said friend Andrea uh, and another friend, Laura, kidnapped the stuffed moose head that is sitting above my uh, uh, On porch the door and held it for ransom. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah above did a uh, full-on like uh, ransom note cutting out magazine uh, letters and wow. took pictures of it around town um, in protest that I had never named it. Ooh. Does it have a name mm-hmm. after that? Mm-hmm. D- does it have a name now? Is it still unnamed? Nameless no. Moose. No. Poor guy. He never stood a chance. Moose Moose. Moose Moose. Moose cat. Um, I mean, I think cat. the defining moment of how <laughs> of how Rachel and I became friends uh, was a terribly embarrassing story on my part where I made out with one of her friends freshman year. And then I decided to fly to California to go try to win this girl's heart. So I showed up outside of her window completely unannounced with a flower because I thought that was a good idea. Wow. And, That's uh, bold, Max. Bold. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, bold this move, is my life. Let's see how it pays <laughs> off for Dude. <laughs> Yeah, shockingly, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> aside from the fact wow. uh, that Rachel and I, uh, that like really solidified uh, our friendship, I would say. Um, and also like got a chance to meet the family. Uh, uh, and yeah, and like her brother and I share an affinity for robes and uh, her parents and I have been tight ever since. Nice. Good times. So that's not a childhood story, but that it's is not. a college it's story. Not. <laughs> I, I just want to give full but, like, of shame and embarrassment. Were... Listen, your like frontal lobe wasn't fully developed on decision making. Like that doesn't happen until you're 25. So like, yeah. <laughs> frontal cortex, whatever it is. Wise, wise words, Doctor Zeus. Wise words. And we d- listen when we were 19. That research wasn't even around yet. Like that has we happened. Know. True. In the last like 15 years. True. Yeah. They True. were like, oh yeah, kids are dumb. They're, like people are they- idiots until they're about 25, and then then they're still idiots, and then they turn 35, and then they're a little bit better. You know, I mean, in I, the movies, Max, that always works. So. This is what I'm saying. I if was say I anything. Was what is something to go by? Uh huh. This is what I, I mean. Sixteen uh, candles. I mean, my God, it's the the examples I mean, are. There, yeah, if there is a definition myriad. of hopeless romantic, Max's name is under it. So I'm uh, recovering, please. Recovering <laughs> hopeless romantic, hopeful please. romantic. We'll say, please. Um, <laughs> And I, 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 I you know what? It's not a bad thing. I don't know. It sounds I, hopeless. It's not typically a good word. I have done the self same act, Max, and I will tell you. And this is someone who's probably a little bit more reserved in the romantic department. Uh, when it, I'm, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'm, I'm not much of a lover. That's uh, <laughs> what I've always said. Um, and but, but I did the same thing. Like I, I drove to Ohio, Ohio. Um, I know Ohio connections Where? because there was uh, in outside of Columbus in okay. uh, at this place near Denison College is where okay. is mm. the only reason the only other landmark because that's where this girl was staying um, and and I drove out there and I was out to support one summer I went with my friend Matt Wharton and I was like I was like this is it I'm gonna profess my love for this girl and and uh, <laughs> she took me shopping. 
and was we, there's nothing else to do outside of Columbus, Ohio, except go to the outlet malls. And she bought me a sweatshirt, and <laughs> it said "useless" across the front of it. So, damn. I don't I don't know if that was purposefully <laughs> sending a message, but that was uh, yeah. She encouraged that me to buy that sweatshirt. Abrasive. <laughs> right? Damn. We were like, oh, it's so funny. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. But the, deep down, it hurt. It hurt deep down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, and I, got a, I got a bunch of CDs. I got a bunch of CDs by this uh, drag queen acapella group at the time that she was really into. And I was like, I'm going to buy their whole collection because I like acapella music. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and and then I went, I cool. went home. Uh, I went home. With, with with a little uh, I was I was feeling pretty hopeless after that I was like oh that did not go well see not a good word yeah so it was, how old uh, were you Ben oh this was I was probably 19 I was, I was freshman in college sophomore in college maybe so you drove from Florida to Ohio I drove from Florida at the time <laughs> and then see I never learned my lesson this is this I went she I was working in Colorado this was and we were like friends at this point. We we're just friends. Ooh. This is not who you're thinking of, Max. This is a wholly different person. I, I no, no, no. I mean, I, I my mind went there. I was actually trying to think if I did the same thing again, but I didn't. That was my only oh, time. I, oh, I did the same thing with the same person. She had a job working at a theater in Colorado, and I had a job working at a theater in Colorado. So one day I was like, oh, let's just, I'll just go. I'll just go. We'll just hang out. We'll be friends. This God, dated you did it, it again. Jeez. I know. I know. I was like, but this time it's different because we're going to be was friends. It we're just friends. It wasn't different. I, I still. <laughs> tried desperately to to Does convince it her to that Debbie? there was something more there it was not debbie mm-hmm. that would be a great story though if it turned out to be my mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. and now the mother of my child um exactly but uh uh i don't know i i anyway these these are turning into more like like sad love stories i was going to say do you think those moments. are well is that a defining is it like they they sure about, teach you did about you learn yourself. your lesson ben oh in i Max. never do i never do okay uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think I learned, like, obviously I haven't tried that again because it didn't work, but it was more like a defining moment in Rachel and I's friendship. That's, yeah. That's um, fair. That's you know, fair. like, Jeff, I would say, like, the New Year's Eve that we went and poured drinks is a defining moment in our friendship because that was, like, agree. one of the first times. I would agree. That's that when we, we bonded, actually, buddy. Right, totally. That's when we went and hung out. Um, <laughs> you guys were in the trenches together, man. That changes a person. I mean, It wasn't even what you think it is. Not at all. It, it was a weird fucking night, but fun. Yeah, but it was a good time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think it was like love life defining. Like I was, I was down the hopeless, sad road long before that moment, but it <laughs> <Right>. was certainly <laughs> defining in my relationship with Rachel. Yeah. 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 That's in our friendship. I don't know. So. All right. So childhood defining moments. What, what do yeah. you got? What do you got friends? Mm. I've tried to block it out. So <laughs> all of it. A lot so you, of it. You d- didn't, didn't okay. take much from. It's funny. I don't know if I just have a bad memory, but every time I'm home, my sister talks about stuff that happens when we were kids. And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. She gets so mad because I'm serious. I'm like, I don't remember that. Not bad stuff. It's what's that? Older or younger? Younger. It's not even bad stuff. It's just, you don't remember that? I'm like, no. No, I don't remember that. I'm struggling to think of like positive defining moments, which probably (laughs) says a lot about me. Um, The, the Nintendo Power Glove, that was a defining moment of my childhood. And the lie that was the wizard. Advertising, and, sure. Yes, exactly. And marketing and getting my hopes up and uh, having that be shattered by it was reality. sort of, yeah, like an the eye-opening. The Savage movie was a mm-hmm. lie. 
Mm-hmm. It worked nothing like that. Like mm-hmm. A, A, B, B up. Like what? This is terrible. It was just no just, like man. VR. Mm-hmm. I hope that the V, you know, VR is getting there, but hopefully we'll have like some cool digitized gloves. There's some kinds of things like that, but mostly it's just like you have the little remote thing. You're like, wah, wah, the little wand. I don't know. I have a friend who's really into VR and he says it's the wave of the future, wave of the future. Uh, in adult entertainment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm. Get all the attachments, man. It's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> you need all functionality <laughs> live for that. That's what I'm trying to think of. Um, I had one and then I, then we got started about VR. Oh, so this was sort of a defining moment for me about the consequences of, I don't know, violence. Sure. Uh, so I, I just, it just popped into my head, but I, so I'd never really hit my sister when I was, she's two years younger than I am. And my parents were very from the, from day one, when they brought her home, they were like, okay, you have to be very gentle with your sister. You can't just like, you know, you can't rough house. You can't do stuff until she's older. And then like, when we were older, we were, we were friends and we played together. Um, but Sarah was, my sister was a little bit more, uh, rambunctious i don't know uh so she would literally like sit on me and just hit me and this is like you know where i'm i'm maybe five and she's three like so it's not like life-threatening violence but i just never fought back because i was never allowed to i wasn't i was told you can't hit your sister and so uh so i just never did and so sometimes she would just like we would start wrestling or whatever that she would literally like sit on top of me and just bam 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 just wail on me and uh, mostly harmless, but, you know, she was a small kid. But uh, at one point, you know, so that we grew up and I was probably 15, maybe. So she was 13. And I don't remember what happened, but like she, I don't, she pissed me off. I don't know. We were arguing about something. And so I just hauled off and, and I slugged her in the shoulder, like real hard as a 15 year old kid, like starting to go through puberty. And like, so I, there was a little bit of force behind it, but the look on her face was enough to turn me off of any kind of violent response for the rest of my life. Like it was just this betrayal of like, like you've never hit me before and suddenly you hit me and it hurt. And it was and whether or not she had it coming. I don't, it was a very heated argument from what I remember, but I just, she, just, I, so I hauled off and I slugged her uh, in the shoulder, like not trying to, you know, like not in the face, not, you know, anything that's going to do real harm. But uh, and then she like locked herself in a room for an hour. And I remember like sitting in tears, sitting, leaning against the door. Like, I'm so sorry. I never do that again. I never do that again. I'm so sorry. And uh, I, you know, uh, am proud to say I don't think I've ever hit anybody since then. Like, no, not in anger, certainly. Benji, our uh, long lost host who joined us not too long ago, has a similar story about spanking his daughter. And like, yeah, that same moment of just like the, that look of just betrayal and Ooh. horror and how he's like, yeah, dude, and I will never, I will never hit a kid like that ever again. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm a bit of a pacifist. I've just not really there. I've only been a couple times in my life where I was like, oh, I think we're going to get into a fight. Like not at my own instigating, but just, I was like, oh, you, there was one time. In Frisco, we were at Johnny G's and 
which, which is a horrible, horrible bar. It's a classy spot. Classy. It's, it was like the carpets. You couldn't tell if it was carpet or cement because there was just so much crap dug into whatever the floor was. It was like some kind of solid surface. Might have been carpet at one point. Um, but it was gross. It was a gross place. But this dude, he was dating this girl. I, he was a coworker of mine. We went out for drinks, a bunch of us. And this guy started like hitting on his girlfriend at the time who was there with him. And, and he was like, I don't care. He was drunk. He was stupid. And he was like, I don't care, baby. You need to lose that jerk and, you know, come home with me. I don't know why I'm like censoring myself on my own podcast, but, um, and, and she was like, no, no, thanks. That's fine. And, and then this, and then this dude who was his, his, her boyfriend, like got wind of this. Cause he was playing pool or something you know, just on the other side of the bar. And, and then he's like, st- then he starts like stepping up on this dude, and, you know? And then, and then it's like, this guy's friends come over. And then like this guy, his name was Keith. He, he's like, he's like, guys, come on, we got this. <laughs> and like, and I was like, what, why am I being brought into this? <laughs> so suddenly I was like about to have to throw down in the middle of Johnny G's to defend this guy's girlfriend's honor. I don't know. It was weird. That's my story. How old were you on that one? <laughs> oh, that one I was older. I was like 22, 23. See? Before 25. Just, I'm there sure you go. I was your not de- 25. Your decision making wasn't <laughs> yeah. fully developed. <laughs> yeah. No, was... <laughs> I have a lot of bully stories, I guess. I was bullied a lot as a kid. <clears throat> Is there any, <clears throat> any that were defined? Shut up. Are there any that were defining? <laughs> There was one that was just really long lived. Like it was, I was in first grade and this kid was in third grade and he had a name that started with Y and my name starts with W. So we were seated in alphabetical order. We ended up on the same row in the bus. This kid just liked to pick on me. I don't know why, but he did. Uh, he, I remember him singing some song to the tune of the Adams family about my family and farting i don't know and then everyone be- got, got retarded i don't know it was that was the words but it stuck with me as a first grader i was like i remember like him teasing me i don't know about i farted i don't know it was weird but and then and then it's, it turned physical like he would sort of like you know like like pinch me and slap my, my head and stuff and then he would like it got to the point where he would like take my head and slam it into the the seat in front of us on the bus you know, they're like, there's like metal bars and shit in there, but it, most of it's just like fabric. It just gives way, but it still wasn't fun as a first grader. And then, so I told my dad and, oh, don't tell Tom Whitmore that someone's picking on his kid because he'll, he'll go, he'll go ape shit, balls to the wall. And so he then like, my mom got involved because my mom was on the PTA. I don't know. Uh, and, and this kid lived in our neighborhood because we were on the same bus and, and his mom was like, oh, no, this kid, he's so nice. He's such a good kid. Ooh. And and like, oh, just come over and we'll, you know, we'll, they'll they'll work it out. They're kids. They'll, they'll be fine. And so I had to go over to this kid's house and like sit for four hours to on a play date at first grade. And and like we played games and and it was just like it was like everyone was waiting for like a bomb to go off. It was just like I, the, the tension I remember as first grader, like was like, oh, God, he's going to just turn on me and he's like and as soon as his mom was out of earshot sure enough he closes he's like hey let's close the door and he's just like death stare i was like i have to remember like we're not all nobody can see me what i'm doing because this is a podcast friends and uh 
PS. Um, so that, that was, that was scary. So after that incident, never went over to his house again. We weren't friends like, but through high school, through high school, until this kid graduated high school, every time, every time I would see him in the hallway, he would just death stare, just like look at me and sneer. And he had this like really like rat like looking face, you know, very, very like just sort of like splinter. I love you. Like, <laughs> like, I don't like, like from the Ninja Turtles. Is that something I don't understand? Is that a reference? I don't. Yes. Okay. Apparently. Okay. Anyway, but I was like, dude, this kid held a grudge against me for in 12 years. Like, I don't like a decade at least. I don't know. I never talked to him after that. Like just because I got him in trouble with his mom for beating me up on the bus. To be fair, he may also have a podcast and maybe telling the story and still hate you. So you just know that it was 12 years. It could be maybe uh, he still hates a lifelong grudge. I don't know. We're not Facebook friends. I can't find him on Facebook. He may hate listening to this podcast. You know, he's like, give us a topic. Listen, hey, subscribe, man. It's all good. You can you can hate rage on this podcast. Wait a second, give me them, that was me. Give me them, give me them, give me them reviews, baby. Give me five stars. He'll, he'll probably give us a one star review if he found it. Mm. But I didn't mention his name at all, so we're fine. I was going to say, it's... do you know what happened to him? Mm, I want to say he's an air conditioning repairman in Florida somewhere. That's my hope. So you've kept wrong. Tabs that is on a very loose yeah. career. Saying? Sure. No, I have no idea. I'm just saying like Oh, okay. I'm just saying like I hope I hope he's like thrice divorced and has four <laughs> kids that he hates. Wow. Perfect. Perfect. Classy. I don't way hope to, that. Way to take that high rope. No, you actually I'm just, just saying that. no, I don't hope that. I'm just saying <laughs> I hope he's fucking You're saying dead. In, <laughs> in all probability. That's probably the situation. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he has a micro penis. I'm just sure he does. Because <laughs> he showed it to you during your play sure. date. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. What What is most likely the situation? Micro penis. That's all I got. I mean, okay, a third grader picking way on a first grader is fucked up. To I want to hear about Max Serac's childhood. <laughs> uh, Jeff doesn't remember any of his, so we're just okay. moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean, like, so there's, uh, sure. Okay. In like a spitball random, uh, assortment of order. Like I think, uh, sports wise, you know, I didn't have the most illustrious sports career. You guys are probably shocked by that information. Uh, some would say I'm not even an athlete. Who's to say you're an athlete of but, the heart, Max. You're uh, an athlete of the heart. Um, however, uh, I do remember like having, uh, like playing little league baseball and we threw the championship game cause we had an undefeated season going. So like everybody could get trophies, but what I don't through the game. So everyone could little get league? trophies. Yeah. 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 Um, but I also remember, uh, like one of my all time favorite coaching moments. And I, this is, uh, I hate to say this cause my dad coached so many of my teams that this story isn't at all about my dad. Um, but this guy, Sam Wilkoff, was one of the assistant coaches. And I could just remember, like, it was in the undefeated season, but we were down in a game and just, like, pulling me aside and just like, Max, just go hit the fucking ball. <laughs> I was like, because <gasps> I was, you know, in, like, high school or, like, middle school or something. And so uh, I remember that pretty vividly. I remember uh, uh, infiltrating and faking my way into my first ever Dungeons and Dragons game at computer camp. 
mm. uh, because my two friends who were super curious about it were too scared to do it. And that ended up being a rather defining moment of my childhood. A bit of a gateway uh, drug moment. Sure. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But I was super proud of myself for like, I don't know, trying and faking my way through it. Anyway, uh, let's see. I want to hear more about that. I feel like we've talked about about, Yeah, what about when you brought the PS2 back to college? Joan and I were just (laughs) talking about, like, I remember you walking in with it. It was such a game changer. (laughs) Not for me, for you all. The Dreamcast uh, was short-lived. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude. I did have my most epic run of Soul Calibur, uh, the best fighting (laughs) game experience ever i was able to defeat all of one person all eight of my buddy adam's guys with one person in soul caliber that is like the pinnacle of my my fighting game um <laughs> yeah career but yeah no totally I brought soul caliber the ps2 back and we played a shitload of hockey i actually still have that nhl like 2001 probably i wonder if i still have that memory card with all the players we made <laughs> um, Dude. yeah i guess i was trying to think of like less like not like younger than college, but we were still kids in college. Certainly. Uh, the, um, the older I get, the more I realize it. We were, all I just, oh, practically idiots. had to leave. So, you know, uh, Rachel, you and I have seen a lot of music together. My first concert was MC hammer, vanilla ice and en Vogue. And I pretty much sat there most of the time with my hands over my ears. Cause it was too loud. And, uh, I wasn't having so much fun. I think I was in second, or third grade but this was bell biv good, Devo. Old, good old gary i wish man i would have gone i would have killed to see them good oh, yeah. yeah okay um uh, they certainly call it a hoagie by the way <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough they're all those are, they're all just sub sandwiches they're all just subcategories of sandwich i don't there's there's no use arguing everything is sandwich we know that that's a t-shirt we're gonna put it everything is sandwich okay yep. okay next i like it i know we have to have a marketing meeting about merch but you know whatever yeah but that's Audrey's that's my gonna, vote audrey's gonna send me a list of all the random stuff that she can make that isn't t-shirts because like i don't know if you guys have noticed in our almost nine years of data T-shirts don't seem to be that compelling. Mm. Um, no, not, it, not they're a, not pushing numbers. They are no. not pushing numbers. Push, Push the T-shirts. Dick, did the dick haikus? I boost don't. Us? Probably I not. Don't know. I mm. think we saw an uptick with the dick <laughs> pick. <laughs> it's good. Know. You tried. You know, it was, uh, it was good. As, yeah. <laughs> an uptick <laughs> with the dick haikus. <laughs> no, mm. I got ah so mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. I had something for this. A little chubby. I don't know. I'm Doc, trying to think. Dr. You know, Zooks, what, what would you, if you had to, okay, boil it Ooh. down for me. Boil the defining, down. the defining moment of your childhood that determined <laughs> where you were going to end up today to be here on this glorious podcast in a pandemic. I mean, just, just, there's probably <laughs> one decision that it all came down to. Yes. Right. The butterfly effect. Yeah. Well, if it's just about how we got here today. It probably that would have been choosing to go to Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. often thought about that because it, like when you choose, that's like people try to downplay it. Like, Oh, it's not that big of a decision, but it's sort of like where you go to college. If you go, if you go a, if you go to college B where you go to college, like those two decisions, because those tend to be the friends that you keep for like, I don't have that many friends from high school. I think, one, I would say for sure, but like 
Most of my friends are post-college. And if I hadn't made certain decisions since that point, I wouldn't have ended up in Colorado. I wouldn't have ended up meeting my wife. You know what I mean? So like you wouldn't have met, well, Jonah, your husband, and you wouldn't have met Max or your friends and like that whole circle, right? That was all post-decision to go to Indiana, right? Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I do have some like good high school friends and I went to overnight camp, which is like another defining moment. And those, mm. that group is like very mm. tight. And I've known most of those people for some time, but yeah, everything you said is still true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everything I say is true. We, Obviously. we all know this, Obviously. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, and, and again, like that, I'm, I'm trying to think if like, it's all college. We've been telling a lot of stories about college, which is just, you know, it's sort of when you start to come into your, your own a little bit. So it's, it is sort of when you start defining yourself as a person, but I feel like if I really sat and thought about it, like some of those things that more determine, like, I don't know, not necessarily who you are, but I don't know. That's sort of what I keep coming back to. Like maybe there was a moment that I don't realize was the moment in my childhood when I was like, I got in a fifth grade play and that was sort of set me down the performing arts world path, but I don't think it did. Like yeah, I couldn't I think... sing until I was in high school. And also, now when I you're sing a kid, so many decisions are made for you. So like it still could be a defining moment, but it's not one that like yep. you made, right? Like college yep. is among, if you're like fortunate to have a choice and you know, whatnot, like mm-hmm. you are making this like big decision of what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. True. Any other parting thoughts, friends? We're at time. I think the kids singing to you on the bus set you on that track and you just didn't realize it. Oh, yeah. That was it. First grade. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this weapon of him singing and I'm going to turn it out against the world. Make it my strength. I'm going to make it my strength. I will absorb it, adapt, and overcome. Mm -hmm. Way to own it, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max Sirak. Stan Sirak. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Jeff Childhood Trauma Watson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I am Ben Head in the Bus Seat Whitmore, Hollywood Whitmore. And as extra special with a cherry on top, thanks to our special in-studio via Zoom guest, Dr. Zooks herself. Thanks for being here, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast still, I don't know why, but subscribe. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant uninformed. Twank us on the Twitter at IG and un. Send your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Subscribe and download all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Of course, questions make the best topics. Topics at ignorantuninformed.com. We'll see you next week with a brand new epidose of hot ass freshness all up in your grill. A peace off. <laughs>